faithful and loyal readers and true listeners <clears throat> for another segment of first day. Today's verse comes from Psalm 73, 26. And it says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. This verse comes from the middle of a passage where the psalmist discovers the attitude that leads to victorious faith. And starting in Psalm 73, 23, here's what he writes. And I am always with you, hold me by my right hand, guide me with your counsel, and afterward, uh, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish and destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. Give me the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. That's Psalm 73, 23 through 28. So in this passage, the psalmist discovers that in this life, with all of its problems, the greatest privilege and purpose is a deep relationship with God that comes from verse 28. This covers that wicked people may prosper, that, but that we as followers of Christ have the greatest hope and valuable treasure in God himself, that the Lord is always with us, guiding us by his word and spirit, and supporting and supporting us by his power, which, is, which comes from verses 23 through 24. And finally, receiving us into the splendor of heaven, which comes from verse 24. And finally, like Paul, the great early church missionary and pioneer, I think as we face life's worries, it should be for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. It comes from Philippians 1, 21. So that concludes our first essay segment. Before we move on, we're going to get do a little bit of housekeeping. So we start the new tomorrow. We're going to start something new and different. So what I'm going to do is the end of each first the day post. I'm going to give you a daily Bible reading that comes from the One Year Bible. And the next post will be an in-depth exploration of a particular passage from that day's Bible reading. So the reading for tomorrow, January the first, is Genesis one and two. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 through chapter 2 verse 12, Psalm 1, and Proverbs chapter 1 verses 1 through 6. So now we're going to move into our sixth installment of Grace Plus Forgiveness. The topic for today is what is sanctification? And before we do that, before we get to look at what sanctification is, we got to look at three passages of scripture. The first one comes from 2 Corinthians 3.18. And it says, We all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. The second one is Romans 6.19. And it says, I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations, just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and every increasing wickedness. So now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. And the last one is Ephesians 4, 22-24, which says you were taught 
this and holiness. So that in answer to our original question, what is sanctification? Sanctification is a lifelong process where God works with us to make us more like Jesus in our thoughts, attitudes, and actions. Sanctification is an unfamiliar word, but it is, but it is an important one to Christians for a long time. But it, but it has been important to Christians for a long time. Excuse me. The word sanctification comes from the Latin word sanctus, which means holy. Simply put, it means the process of becoming holy. Christians have always referred to salvation as the great act of God, where He rescues us from our sin and brokenness. But within salvation, which is the all-encompassing work of God, the Bible also speaks of justification, sanctification, and glorification. Today we're focusing on sanctification, but let's take a minute to look at the bigger picture. Justification is about the initial moment of salvation when we confess Jesus as Lord. In this moment, God justifies us. That is, He declares that we are right with God, or as if we, or just as if we had not sinned. And glorification is about the ultimate state of Christians when Jesus returns. But in between our initial justification and final glorification is God's work of sanctification in our lives. In between being made right with God and ultimately being made perfect in the future, the Spirit is at work in our everyday lives to make us more like Jesus. And commit ourselves to prayer to Scripture reading to church and to service, we are being sanctified by God through these actions prompted by our relationship with God. We are becoming holy. Well, it may seem arrogant to say that we are becoming holy. God said that is a reality. Sanctification is not about what we do by or for ourselves. It's about God sending His Spirit to live inside of.